0: ANT Sports News in Princeton, New Jersey. I'm Corp. One of Iowa's running backs from 2014 to 2017, oh, okay. he has come out and said that his playing time at Iowa was a living nightmare. Earlier in June, several black Iowa players said that they were being Treated badly, so Iowa hired the Hus- Blackwell Law firm to investigate the program. One of Iowa's sis- assistant coaches apparently asked Bradley if he was going to rob a local store or a gas station when he was wearing an Iowa right my-, my time at Iowa has done things to me that I'm not going to discuss because knowing how these people treating me and other black athletes, Bradley says I'm done giving them power but I if, but if I could do it all over again I wish I never played for the Iowa Hawkeyes I would not encourage my future athletes or parents to send your kid to go play for the Iowa Hawkeyes under the current coaching staff. In baseball news, Arizona Diamondbacks starting pitcher Mike has says that he will not be playing this season. He is the first known MLB player to do so. We could made fifth Sixty million dollars if he had been a full season and probably would got a starting spot and it was almost a fairly weak starting rotation. Danny Holtley's agent says this was not an easy decision for Mike. He wishes the best of luck and help for his dining back team and teammates this season and he's looking forward to 2021. Finally in football there's the ex- Browns quarterback journey and has says his football career is probably in the past. When he played in the football league for a while and last year played in the Plains of American football. This is the TNT Sports Show. I'm your moderator, Lavinia Orr. On today's show, we will talk about the PGA Tour, players in the MLB deciding not to play, and the Cam Newton and Cam Newton moving to the New England Patriots. Let's begin with the signing of Cam Newton to the New England Patriots.
1: Tom, could you describe the trade? Well, uh, this signing was for $1.1 million to to the Patriots for one year. It can be extended. I think that it could be extended. I mean, I think that Newton's, in my opinion, is likely to have a good year. Um... However, I think that I have a lot of respect for Bill Belichick as a coach. This deal is cheap. We have a mediocre backup QBs from the Lions getting paid more than Cam Newton. I think that this is ridiculous. He's a former MVP. He was amazing in 2015. He's much better than many, 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 many quarterbacks in this league. I believe that he's a top 10 quarterback in the National Football League. So being paid $1.1 million per year when other players are being paid so much, I think that that's absolutely ridiculous. So I think that it's just disheartening to see someone as talented as Newton getting only getting paid $1.1 million when so many worse players are getting 10 times more.
2: Well, I wouldn't call one point one million dollars a small salary we have to- compared to quarterbacks. But I, I'm also not sure if Cam Newton is a top ten quarterback. I mean, he only started two games all of last year. He lost both. So, okay, I'm just not. I'm I'm just not really a Cam Newton fan. I haven't really been impressed by him.
1: Well, I think that we have to understand that in professional sports salaries are not the same as they are in many other business sectors so i'm i'm being comparative to other quarterbacks that are clearly worse than cam newton i mean half of the backup quarterbacks in the national football league are getting paid more than cam newton i think that if even if you're not a cam newton fan you have to you i mean it's a given fact that he is a good quarterback and that he is a dynamic quarterback and that he should be getting paid more than $1.1 million because of how much everybody else is getting paid. I'm not a huge fan of NFL players getting paid so much, but we have to understand if all of the other QBs who are worse than Cam Newton are getting paid more than Cam Newton, that's not fair.
2: Yeah, I I suppose that you have a point, but I just feel like – Cam Newton, there's no way he can replace operating. That's, that's pretty obvious. And I'm not really sure how much connection he'll have with the Patriots receivers in game and is off the field. Because in his career, Tom Brady has a completion percentage of 63.8% while Cam Newton's is only 59.6. If you take 2015, Cam Newton's best year. His completion percentage was 59.8%, and Brady's was 644 So I just feel like the Patriot receivers will just have to get used to a slightly less accurate quarterback, which I suppose is doable. But I'm just not sure how Cam Newton will fit in in New England. All
1: right. I, I think that... Cam Newton is a person that either you love him or you hate him. You obviously hate him. But I love him. I think that he's dynamic. I think that he's much more dynamic than Tom Brady. I think he's also smart. Like, smart enough that he, do- he doesn't run all the time. We have to understand, running quarterbacks are always criticized for running too much and not 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 passing, not, not doing well pa- passing. But... I think that I think that Cam Newton is a good passer. Like 62% completion in 2013. That's fine. That's good. If the best quarterback in the history of all time is getting 65% completion, if you if you're getting 62% completion, I think that's pretty darn good. I think that I think that remember we have to remember that Bill Belichick is the coach of the New England Patriots. There are many people who do not like Bill Belichick. I am one of them, but he is the best pro football coach in the world, hands down. I think that he'll be able to mold him into an amazing player. And I think that it's a misconception that people think that this team is tailored more to Brady than Newton. I think that Newton's just able to make this into more of a play-action offense than Brady. And it's just going to be more exciting. I think that it's, with with Brady in the later years, it just wasn't very exciting. He was so one-dimensional. Yes, he was good at that, but he got worse and worse as the years went on, I think, after whatever, 2018, he was just getting worse and worse. So I think that there's a little risk and a lot of reward that can happen in this deal. And I think that Newton will just have a good year.
2: I feel like, yes, Newton does, he doesn't run the ball all the time, obviously. And he's a fine passer, but I just feel like that he'll need to run the ball just considerably less than he has in some of his best years. Because if you look at his, when he plays a full season, 126 rushes, 127 rushes, 132 rushes, 139 rushes, I, I just don't feel like he can do that in New England. Because, yes, he can run the ball some, and I think he should, but he just can't, he, he has had problems with injuries in the career. There, you can't really deny that. So I feel like he needs to just be a little less, a little less aggressive, just because of the Patriots' options as backup quarterbacks. Right now, their backup quarterback is Jared Stidham, who has only been in the pros for one year, last year and he was the backup to Tom Brady, and he didn't get much action. The third string is Brian Holder, who in the only season played more than 10 games, or he started more than 10 games. That was 2014. He threw 12 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and had a completion percentage of only 55.3%. So I feel like with those two as backups, you can't really – an injury – from Cam Newton like like i before, it really killed the pace for its yes. so chance to to I get use one of their backups and just I don't know or get a new quarterback.
1: I think that it's I think that you have to understand that Cam Newton is a running quarterback. So if you want him to play well, he needs to run. And I think that the thing is, we need to understand that players like, for example, Lamar Lamar Jackson. This is a good, this is a good example. Um, two years ago, when he was a rookie, people specifically told him, "Okay, don't run the ball as much because we don't want you to get hurt." you're a good, solid backup, and that could ruin your career. He doesn't, he doesn't, I mean, he runs the ball some, but he doesn't run the ball a lot, and he doesn't do well in his rookie year. This year, he's extremely aggressive. He's aggressive. He gets MVP. He's amazing. He's the best quarterback in the league. So I think that, yes, there's risk that he's going to get injured, but I think that there, it's more likely that he's not going to get injured. And if he runs hard, and if he doesn't get injured, you've got a good season. So I think that there's a risk that he'll get injured. But I would rather take that risk personally and have the best Cam Newton possible than not take that risk and not have the best Cam Newton that you can have.
2: Well, I'm not saying that Cam Newton should run. I think he needs to. But if you look at James White, Patriots' top running back, he, in his career, he's never ran the ball more than hundred times. Cam Newton has done that six or seven times. And he's a quarterback. James White's primary job is still to pass the ball and just run on the side. So I feel like if have a good season, or for Patriots to have a good season, I feel like he should run the ball
1: around a hundred pounds, not around the 140 mark, like he has in the past. I don't know. I, I, uh, again, I'm just saying that I think that most, like, look at 20, I, I just think that I would want the best Cam Newton possible. Because they're 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 signing. They're trying to sign the best Cam Newton possible. I think that it's true that there's risk. I keep on saying it. it's true that there's risk, but you have to take risks if you want to win. And I personally think that you have to remember that this is still Bill Belichick's team. Last year, there the Patriots' offense kind of dysfunctional, but still. They still go pretty deep in the playoffs because of their amazing defense, which is basically crafted. It's run by Belichick, crafted by Belichick. So as long as Bill Belichick is the coach of the New England Patriots, I think that they have a chance of making the playoffs. No matter if he gets hurt and if there's a backup QB, their offense, it's not going to be very functional. But you still have that defense. So we have to remember that. I don't think Cam Newton's going to get hurt this year. But even if he does, the Patriots still have a chance of making the playoffs. Because QBs, these QBs, they can work. With Bill Belichick as coach, things will work. Well, I, I'm not
2: saying that he'll definitely get injured. But I don't think he can say right out that he's not... I don't. I don't see how you can guess that he's not going to get injured. It's really. It's really just a guess. You can't really. You can't really predict what's going to happen in a game. He could get sacked and injured his leg and injure his leg I or know.
1: something. I understand. I understand that. I think that all I'm saying is that I'd rather have the best Cam Newton possible with the risk that he might get injured. Nobody knows if he's going to get injured. So I want him to run the times that are appropriate and the times that he will play best. And he will play best if he runs, runs 130 times. In the best seasons he's ran a lot.
2: I just feel like in Carolina he was it was the Panthers offense was kind of just a one man show. Yes, they had some good wide receivers and running backs, but the Patriots have way way more more good receivers and running backs than the Panthers. They have Julian Edelman, James White, and just several good players. And I feel like the best Cam Newton possible might just be passing the ball more than he has.
1: I don't know. I think that I kind of disagree that the Patriots have much, much better receivers than Carolina. Julian Edelman led the league in drops last year. I think that this is a clutch player. I agree. But this he's not top 10 wide receivers in the league. He's not. He's just not. He's not he's not that good. He's good in the playoffs. He did very well in the Super Bowl. But this I think that Cam Newton is the is going to be the heart of this team. So his running is going to be the heart of this team or the heart of the offense. So I think that last year it was kind of obvious the way that Cam- the way that Tom Brady Julian Edelman he was just passing to Julian at every like there was nobody else the wide receiver corps completely fell apart like that offense was dysfunctional last from some of last year because they just didn't have players that were making big plays they didn't have players they weren't stepping up. So Brady had to carry the team. And because he's. He's. Like, they needed Gronk last year. They don't have Gronk, they don't have elite wide receivers.
0: Quick break, Teddy and Tom will tell us who has opted out of playing in the 2020 NLB season. Welcome back to the TNT Sports Show. Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Mike Leake and Washington national players Ryan Zimmerman and Joe Ross decided not to play in 2020. Teddy and Tom, what are your thoughts
1: on this? Well, I think that this is a perfectly fine decision for the players to make. It's it's the player's decision whether they want to play or not, and we have to remember that the threat that COVID nineteen holds is very real. I think that they they'll undoubtedly have to receive a pay cut, but I mean that's that's the choice that one has to make. If they if they don't want to play, then they're going to have to take some sort of pay cut. I think that in terms of how this will change the Diamondbacks in national season, I think that it won't really matter much for the D-backs. Leak was a member of the rotation, but I think that he was pretty medi- mediocre, and other players can be used in place of him. Ross, I don't think Ross is also not much of a problem. I, he split his time between DC and Fresno anyway. But I think that the player that will be sorely missed by the Nets is first baseman Ryan Zimmerman. I mean, he's a veteran and has been seen playing in D.C. for 15 years. I think that he's a pretty average player, but he offers a lot of leadership and helps the team as a whole. So I think that Zimmerman will be a big loss for the Mets.
2: Yeah, there's also one player that you guys didn't mention. Um, Ian Desmond for the Rockies announced today that he also would not be participating in the 2020 MLB season. So if I had to say who, which of the players would be most missed out of Mike Lee, Ryan Zimmerman, Joe Ross, and Ian Desmond, I would actually say Mike Lee. because Arizona's starting rotation, now they will have to go with Harold Kelly, who in last year, who was 13 and 14, led the league losses, and I would just, I think Arizona would much rather have Mike Lee as a starter meryl kelly because with ryan zimmerman i feel like what they're going to miss most about him is just what kind of you were saying tom about his clubhouse presence because this offseason um, the nationals got eric taines from the braves who is a perfectly good first baseman and he will now be the starter so it's not like they have no options at first base joe ross he's not that a fine starting pitcher. I'd say he's about at the same level as Mike Lee. Maybe it was definitely younger, Mike Lee. But they also have Austin Both in the rotation, and he's not that bad. And as for Ian Desmond, I feel like they got, the Rockies got Drix and Profar, and I feel like he can take Desmond's place. So I feel like he will be the most missed by Arizona.
1: I think that, I think that maybe maybe, but I I just believe that Leak, coming from a D-backs fan, I personally don't think that he was very good, and I think that, look at this, I think that the rotation is perfectly fine without Leak. They have Bumgardner. I think he's going to be the ace of the squad. Um, Robbie Ray. Luke Weaver. We can't forget Luke Weaver. He was out for a year, but he's still a very good pitcher. Zach Gallen, who they got from the Marlins last year. Merrill Kelly. I know he's not great and I don't really like him very much. But I I still think but I still think that they can survive and that they can do well without him. And Alex Young is also in the starting rotation. So I really don't think that that's going to be a huge loss. They, there are other players. There are other pitchers that they can use. And there are solid pitchers, maybe even better pitchers that they can use.
2: Yeah, I feel like, like I said, I, I do think that Leak will be the most missed. But I feel like it will be interesting, interesting because now that Leak is not playing, Luke Weaver, like you said, will probably get a chance to be in the starting rotation, which I think is kind of kind of strange because last year, in 12 starts with the Diamondbacks, he was 4-3 with an ERA of less than 3.00. So I feel like it will be interesting to see how he can perform in a full season. Last year, he only pitched 64 and a third innings. Well, actually, I guess it's not a full season he'll actually probably get the same amount of starts, about 12. So I feel like it will be interesting to see how the Diamondbacks rotation ends up shaping up at the beginning of the season. Yeah.
0: The Travelers Championship finished on Sunday with Dustin Johnson being crowned the champion. Teddy will give us the
1: full result of the latest tournament.
2: Yeah, so this tournament, it, I'd say it wasn't as close as the first two returned. Dustin Johnson finished the tournament at under par. He beat out Kevin Stroman, who won back. And um, it was a good win for Dustin Johnson. He, he was definitely in a bit of a slump, I guess you could say. He hadn't won since last season in Mexico. And, but other than that, it wasn't very interesting like, as the other two. Kevin Stroman kind of choked, I guess you could say, down the stretch. He hard, most of the holes on the back nine. Didn't really make a run at Johnson, and he had a chance. So I feel like, I don't know. It, it was still, a, on paper, it was still a close tournament, but I'd just say it just wasn't as good as the other ones. This week, it's the Rockets Mortgage Classic. That starts on Thursday. That's it for
0: the TNT Sports Show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Friday in Kentucky. In the meantime, have a great week.